Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Oregon State and Washington State have filed a complaint against the Pac-12, a legal one, uh, in case you were wondering, not just, not just with HR. Seeking an emergency temporary restraining order to protect what the school sees as an imminent and existential, existential threat to the future of the conference, which there is not a future of the conference, really. With the intent of exploring opportunities to sustain the Pac-12, the schools are asking for a board meeting of all 12 members Wednesday to be canceled and for legal clarity to be given on who has voting rights to control the future of the league. With 10 of the conference's 12 members announcing the departures within the past 18 months, Pac-12 bylaws indicate that the presidents at Oregon State and Washington State, the only members that have not given notice of withdrawal, should constitute the league's board of directors. The legal filing by the two schools and its presidents was made in state court in Whitman County, Washington, which is where Washington State is. Uh, they request for a hearing on the temporary restraining order on Monday, which should give clarity before any scheduled meeting two days later. Um, let's see. At the heart of the dispute is the distribution of Pac-12's remaining assets. The filing states that the Pac-12 ended the 20. 20- 22 fiscal year with $42.7 million in total net assets, a figure that does not include the equity value of the conference's ownership of the PAC 12 network, which I would assume is going to go away. Uh, I I would assume the same. Yes. So, and for the 2021, 22 financial year, the PAC 12 network reported the revenue of 117 million and expenses of 77 million. So there's other revenue streams and all that, but basically what this boils down to is if they want to rebuild the Pac-12, they want to do it with this money in the kitty, obviously. And there's still money that they're probably going to owe to Comcast and all that. So they're trying they're trying to maybe rebuild the Pac-12 brand and keep that Autonomy 5 with them, which I don't know if the other Autonomy 4 will say, oh, well, you just added eight teams from the Mountain West, how does that make you an autonomous conference now? But, again, it all boils down to the money. And we wondered, like, what, where does this leave them and who's in charge? Because what's George Klyovkov's job right now? Yeah, didn't we, didn't we talk about this last yeah. Friday? Yeah, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Like, what is his exact job? Like, if you had to say, like, what is his job? Sit there, twiddle your thumbs. Like, what like, What do you do when the conference has fallen apart, other than the administrative tasks of finishing out this season? Because he doesn't have a media deal to negotiate now. There's really not going to be, outside of this, any interconference squabbles. Are Oregon and Arizona State going to get into it about, a you know, some kind of rule? No. What's the point of it? They're going to just go their separate ways in June next year, right? So... What's there to do? And here, now it's probably George Cleofas is going to have to navigate this legal mess. 
here, which was coming. You knew it was because you're Oregon State and Washington State. You have to do whatever you can to to hold on to what you got because wherever you go and whatever happens, there's going to be less money for you at the end of that rainbow. Oh, yeah, you have to. And sitting here as a normal human being looking at it, I think most people would say, yeah, of course Oregon State and Washington State should, you know, be in complete control of what happens to the Pac-12 and therefore the Pac-12's assets now. But that's never how it was going to work. Yeah. No, it's this is such a – it's, again, this, this is so unique to see how it's going to break down. And what is the value of the Pac-12 networks when there's no Pac-12 to put on it? Like, what do you – I mean, you're essentially selling it off for parts. Who do you sell it to? What does it become? You know, I, I don't know. Like, it's there, – there are things – like, again, if the Big 12 broke up, you know, a couple of years ago when all this happened, that's not something they would have had to worry about. They don't have that asset. Yeah. The Pac-12 has it, and they own it. Look, if the Big Ten broke up, Fox owns the Big Ten network. They could turn it into something else, you know, like that. Or, But the Pac-12 network completely on its own, owned by that conference, you know, are you just, after this year, are you selling off cameras and satellite trucks and, and other things? Possibly. Uh, you, could, you could start looking at, like, well, hey, who's trying to fill the gap, if you can even say it's a gap that they leave? Um, like maybe the CW is what comes to mind is they're, they're working to get into, into sports broadcasting. So maybe that's, that's a buyer for some of the stuff. I don't know. Pro Media Network.